0: Imagine, if you will, an alternate universe where Urban Meyer does not put his foot in his mouth at Big Ten media days, and the biggest coaching storyline coming out of Columbus this fall is the continued progress of the Ohio State offense and the meteoric rise of the man responsible for it, Ryan Day. But just what do we know about the 39-year-old up-and-comer who now finds himself running, at least for the time being, one of the most storied programs in college football? It's August 8th, my name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Joining us now is Dave Biddle, who was on hand Tuesday to witness Ohio State's fourth ball practice of 2018, but the first one that the media were allowed to watch any portion of. Dave, how weird was it to watch an Ohio State football practice without, for the first time since 2011, any trace of Urban Meyer?
1: Yeah, it was extremely surreal, Connor, just being out there, because Urban usually roams around the field to different position groups. He's obviously more of an offensive-minded coach, and, you know, he cut his teeth in the business as a wide receivers coach. So, you know, you'd see with the quarterbacks a lot, and the wide receivers a lot, if you had to pick one group but that he spent a little bit more time with, but he was over with the defense, um, just roaming around, and, uh, Ryan Day was just, you know, yesterday at at practice was just um, working with the quarterbacks as usual. He was not They didn't have anybody on the staff that was kind of just roaming around the field. I guess Greg Sciano did a little bit. he is freed up a little bit this year because having the 10th assistant coach, they brought in uh, Alex Grinch, the former defensive coordinator at Washington State. And, you know, Grinch is the co defensive coordinator. So, Shiano did a little bit of that, but not anywhere near to the extent of Urban Meyer, what he used to do. So, uh, yeah, it looks like just for now, Ryan Day is, uh, at least the portion that we saw, is just, he looked like the quarterback's coach, just coaching the quarterback. So, uh, but definitely surreal not to see Urban Meyer out there.
0: As we record this, it's not clear whether Ryan Day will just be coaching fall practice for a couple of weeks, maybe a game or two, or maybe even the entire uh, 2018 season. Um, when he was announced as the acting head coach, there was a bunch of national college football reporters tweeting things along the lines of, Hey, don't sleep on this Ryan Day guy. He's a real up-and-comer who had some serious offers that he turned down to stay at Ohio State. Uh, and I know this is only his second season in Columbus, Dave, but have you been able to get a feel for what makes him so impressive to other college football coaches and uh, other ADs?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things. I mean, just, you know, his background, um, it's easy to see why he's a rising star, um, you know, Chip Kelly disciple, even going back before his coaching career, he had ties to Chip Kelly because he was Chip Kelly's quarterback. Uh, at New Hampshire when Chip Kelly was coaching there. So, uh, you know, Ryan Day, uh, college quarterback, and then, you know, became an assistant coach eventually under Chip Kelly uh, in the NFL, both, for, you know, for the 49ers uh, and the Eagles. Uh, he's also had some experience, you know, outside of Chip Kelly. He was with uh, Boston College for quite a while. In fact, it's interesting, his background mostly is as a quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator, Ryan Day, but when he was at Boston College, um, uh, you know, Matt Ryan was actually there, but that's when he was a wide receivers coach. So. But even But he got a chance to work with Matt Ryan. And, um, you know, as he puts it, Ryan, Matt, Matt Ryan taught him a lot, not the other way around, although I'm sure he's being humble. But, you know, Ryan Day just, he, he's got excellent experience. He's still a young guy, still in his 30s, um, barely still in his 30s, 39. He's a sharp cookie too, so he's got all the coaching acumen and just you know you can just see the upward tra- uh, trajectory just from a coaching perspective. And Then I think to be you know you know to a, a, an excellent head coach, you you need to have that it factor too, um, and, and he does. You know, he he can light up a room, but he also can be very serious, and he knows how to steer the conversation if the press is trying to. You know, berate him about something he doesn't want to talk about. He'll just—he—he's has a way of staying steady without being a jerk. He's very approachable. He's very intelligent. Um, so I would, you know, interview him last year and think this guy's definitely a future head coach. But. Is he ready at the age of 39 to be Ohio State's head coach when they're a top-five team and a lot is expected of them? And he'd be a rookie head coach, no no head coaching experience at all. I think it'd be foolish to think that he could just step in for Urban Meyer and Ohio State wouldn't miss a beat. But this guy is a rising star. Um, As you mentioned, I think it's important to point out that, uh, um, you know, one of the jobs that he did turn down during the offseason was the offensive coordinator job of the Tennessee Titans. Mike Vrabel offered him that job. Ryan Day turned it down. That shows you, I mean, right now he could be an OC at the NFL level and He's definitely going to be a permanent head coach at the collegiate level soon. The question is, is that going to be this year if Urban Meyer's let go, or is that going to be you know down the road? Um, but it's, if it's down the road, it's going to be you know somewhat quickly down the road. I don't think he's going to be at Ohio State much longer than this year, maybe next year before he moves on as a head coach. Or if he gets the job this year and they do well, this could be a, like a year-long job interview for him, Connor. And if Ohio State does well, he could get the Ohio State job if uh, things go south with Urban Meyer.
0: When you look at some of the jobs that he was linked to, you mentioned the. Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator job. I, I also saw, I don't know how credible this was, but linked to the Mississippi State head football coach job. Uh, I mean, it, and you start to get a picture of a guy who maybe has a very specific career path in mind for himself. Do you have any idea what, like what kind of jobs Ryan Day covets or anything like that?
1: When he came to, to Ohio State, I, I, I was – you know steadfast that he wanted to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State and then move on to be a head coach. No one saw this coming this fast because you know I mean Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day joined Ohio State staff at the same time. Kevin Wilson, you know, former Indiana head coach, former Oklahoma offensive coordinator, former Northwestern offensive coordinator, known as one of the brightest offensive minds in college football. And after he basically was forced to resign at Indiana. I thought that was a home run hire for Ohio State to bring in uh, Kevin Wilson as their offensive coordinator. He also has the title of tight ends coach. So he's, and he still has that title. When they brought in Ryan Day last year, 2017 season, he had the c- title of co-offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you know, Ryan Day thinks he's going to be on staff maybe two years and Kevin Wilson will leave via head coach somewhere else. And then Ryan Day will get promoted offensive coordinator. Well, what happened was, and I think, you know, probably Probably, definitely, you know, Mike Vrabel coming after him with the Tennessee Titans. And as you mentioned, Mississippi State and some others at least were interested in him. Um, you know, that pushed the timetable up. So what Ohio State did was they elevated Ryan Dade, offensive coordinator, still quarterbacks coach too. Now, they didn't take say They took the co-away. What they did, but they didn't change Kevin Wilson's job title, um, but there's really no doubt who um, is ahead of who on the totem pole because when they did pay raises at the end of the year, Kevin Wilson got a little bit of a bump to 800000 and Ryan Day... Synonymously with Greg Schiano, or at the same time with Greg Schiano, I should say, um, became the first million-dollar assistant coach at Ohio State. Miranda went from six hundred thousand dollars salary to one million dollars. So that told me that he was ahead of, of of Kevin Wilson. So that happened faster than anybody expected. So then you're thinking, okay, this guy's definitely going to be a head coach even faster than we thought. We knew he was going to be a head coach, you know, pretty early in his career. So it really depends on what happens this year. Um, I think now, um, you know, he has been. You know, so much has been said about him, and if let's say Urban comes back and Ryan Day does a great job with this offense, and people say there's stories out there that man, when Urban was gone, Ryan Day did a great job of holding the fort down. It's very possible that he's going to you know have so many offers he won't be able to turn down that this will be his final year at Ohio State. So I think if he doesn't become Ohio State's permanent head coach, I think you can expect Ryan Day to be a head coach somewhere in 2019. That's absolutely what he wants to do is eventually be a head coach, and at the very latest. I think he'll leave, let's say Urban comes back at the very, very, very latest. I think he'll leave Ohio State after the 2019 season and be a head coach somewhere else by 2020.
0: Ryan day and Kevin Wilson were brought in at a time when Ohio state's offense was less than the sum of its parts. And they were struggling to kind of get things back on track. Last year was an improvement, but then Wayne Haskins steps in and seems like maybe he could be the best pure passer that Ohio state has had in a little while here. But does Ryan day having his attention split between running the offense with Kevin Wilson and now being the acting head coach, uh, does that hurt the outlook for Ohio State's offense in 2018? This can't help.
1: Um, I do know that, Connor. I don't know how, like, to what degree, but you know, we'll find out. But this can't help. There's just no way to spin it that, oh, Urban Meyer's not of practice, and this is going to, you know, not affect Ohio State. It's going to help them. Like, it's like we're talking about, um, you know, how you feel about Urban Meyer? I mean, he just—he's he, one of the best. Offensive minds in college football history, certainly in recent memory, uh, with what he's done at every stop: Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State. And yeah, there's been some sputters along the way, especially lately at Ohio State. Not so much last year, but certainly 2016, the offense was nowhere near what it needed to be. Uh, they were pretty, pretty damn good in uh, you know 2014, 2015, but um, and even go even 2013, they were really good at offensively. But definitely 2016 took a big step back, especially in big games. And good defenses were able to. At the very least, contain them, shut them down. Um, so I think this has to affect Ohio State. You take Urban Meyer out of the mix, at least right now. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to greatly affect them because you know they they are fortunate. They have kind of a stacked coaching staff from an experience standpoint, and from a really I think a football acumen standpoint. When you have you know, like you mentioned, you know, it will hurt Ohio State, but at least they have Kevin Wilson as the offensive coordinator, while uh, Ryan Day can be the head coach and Greg Schiano leading the defense. Plus, a guy in Ryan Grinch. As the co-defensive coordinator, who turned down—we still don't know what the jobs specifically were—but we're told he turned down two SEC jobs. You know, not like Alabama or anything like that. But turned down two SEC jobs to be defensive coordinator to come to Ohio State to be co-defensive coordinator, probably because he knows Greg Schiano is going to move on as a head coach somewhere after this season, unless you believe that Greg Schiano's name is now tainted. I, I don't believe that, so I think Alex Grinch having him on staff helps and Greg Schiano can help with some of those head coaching duties and frankly one of the reasons they probably didn't name Greg Schiano head coach in addition to the fact that Ryan Day is a rising star, is that um, Ryan Day has no checkered pass. And, again, I don't think Greg Schiano has a checkered pass, but there would be questions about, you know, what did he know at Penn State and what happened at Tennessee, you know, why did you lose the job there so quickly. And um, there would be a little bit more distraction there, but I think behind the scenes he can help with a lot of the head coaching duties. So, short story long, as, I'm t- as I tend to do, I, I, it, there's no way this is going to help Ohio State. I, I just don't know what degree it's, it's going to hurt them, but it certainly it certainly hurts uh, the office having urban meyer out um, you know to start camp work you know we're now entering almost the second week of camp and still no
0: urban meyer uh, i know you've been getting this question a lot but uh what is your gut feel on what is going to happen with urban meyer at this point in time i
1: have never gone back and forth on anything this much in my life um and but I, i'm okay with that because i try and process the information when it comes in and i'm not just going to be stubborn and stay with one thing i initially thought he was going to keep his job even after the initial Brett McMurphy report, the really explosive report, but then that same night, uh, last Wednesday, Ohio um, we'll State put him on paid administrative leave, and usually Connor, that's a precursor to termination. So I thought at that point he was going to lose his job, and I wasn't afraid to say it. And you know, I'm like, because the percentage of coaches that keep their job after being put on paid administrative leave um, is very small. Um, but then it started to go back the other way. Urban had his statement where I thought he handled that very well and said he, he you know, had you you know use all the proper protocols and. Um, admitted that he you know, lied to the media. He didn't say he lied, but basically said he lied to the media at Big Ten media days, and we all know if if uh, lying to the media was a fireable offense or being no a football coaches. I know this is a different, much more serious situation than who was the left tackle this week, but um, still, I, I think, as long as what Urban Meyer said is true, I'm now leaning back to thinking he's going to keep his job, but I am not confident about that. I think if it's Ohio State fans out there, that are thinking it's going. And for a while, I was confident about it. Right after he put out a statement out and Zach Smith came out and said, you know, Urban warned him and and Gene Smith, the athletic director, knew about it. And I'm thinking, okay, Urban's going to definitely keep his job. Now I've I've tempered that a little bit. I I do think he will keep his job, but I'm not as adamant as I was. So to answer your question, I think he's going to keep his job, but I'm at like 60% because. I keep going back to it had been very easy for Ohio state to say we're, we're investigating this. We're taking it very seriously. Um, Urban Meyer remains our head coach, while in, you know, in, at least until the, this investigation is over. But we are looking into everything; we take it very seriously. They didn't do that; they put him on paid administrative leave. So I keep that's not a good sign for Urban Meyer, even as we sit here right now. So um I think he's going to keep his job, maybe with a suspension. But if you suspend him, then you're you're admitting he did something wrong. So that, that opens up a whole other uh, podcast we could do. But uh, I think he's going to keep his job, Connor. But uh, if I was an Ohio State fan out there, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet the farm on it. That's for sure.
0: Dave Biddle is editor of BuckNuts.com. You can find him on Twitter, at Dave Biddle. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, God, Appreciate it, buddy. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday. So we'll be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning, breaking down the biggest college football stories of the day, all in a tidy 10 to 15-minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.